that was, no man i love i love when you know someone would try to you know someone would come up to you and, and try to talk to you and you're just like yeah <laughs> and you're really like yeah. not you could tell they, they don't really have the best intention and you're just like yeah man yeah cool and then you go about your business i would just love watching you do that <laughs> But so I, I did a question. I was trying to look at the teammate beside me. What did he say? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Subway. What's good, everybody? Welcome to 99 Miles Per Hour. I'm your host, Percy Garner, and I'm excited for today. We got a special guest. I know I always say that, but uh, this one literally is special. I haven't seen him in a while. This is great to be catching up. But before we get to our guest, I just want to talk about some things I got going on. So we got the new merch store. Like, we've already got our first sale. We need people to get in there. Um, We got some new designs. We still got the old, you know, founders pack, if you want to call it that, with the push and the 99 miles per hour logo. But then we got some new stuff in there. So go check that out. That's percygunner.com. Super easy. And then, uh, obviously, I've changed it up a little bit. So the proceeds from my merch store goes to not just Dover students. So we're going to incorporate other schools in Tuscarawas County. I know. I'm sorry, Dover, but we got to be fair to everybody. So that scholarship fund will be open to other schools, even Philly. Sorry. Uh, But the thing I really want to plug here is, uh, you know, my pitching tips. So I've made a new playlist on YouTube, and uh, I've got three videos on there right now where we're talking about pitching routines, you know, stop throwing curveballs, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, you don't need them, learn how to throw a fastball, and then also uh, the other video we have, and guys, you guys got to compliment my, my, my quality, I got to, you know, I'm, I've been trying to become this YouTuber, and I, I need some comments down there talking about how good my stuff looks, all right, but anyways, I also, I also have to mention this episode is brought to you by Subway and the Fitzgerald family, thank you for making this uh, podcast possible. And uh, yes, I will be in there getting a sub from you guys tomorrow. So, uh, all right, (laughs) here we go. So this gentleman, we got coming to the stage. I'm going to start saying that, even though he's not, you know, I thought he was going to come here. If he really loved me, he would have flew from Canada. But anyways, um, (laughs) so we got uh, this gentleman. He's Canadian, obviously, just said that. He was drafted by the Seattle Manor, Seattle Manor, Mariners in 2006, MLB draft, traded to the Phillies. Uh, he was mentioned in the trade, I think, with some other two guys, like Cliff Lee and Roy Halliday. I don't know who they are, but rest in peace. Uh, we have been friends, teammates, roommates, and uh, now he's giving back to his community um, in a similar manner that I am, but he's also got a, a extra dynamic to it, and he's showing how hearing loss has affected his career and his life. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Tyson Gillies. How are we doing, Tyson? Uh, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Um, obviously just to let everybody know, Percy and I go way back. Um, probably one of my favorite teammates ever. And yeah, we lived together too. And we had such a good time and yeah. nothing but laughs and nothing but jokes. Yep. Yep. And, uh, we're a little loud. Yeah. We're a little loud. We got noise complaints called us a couple of times playing the NHL video game. You know, it gets a little yep. hectic. <laughs> yeah. Especially me with the noise complaints. You'll know soon. You'll sort of soon enough. <laughs> 
Oh man, it's so good catching up with you, man. And uh, I'm just excited to have you on here. I'm glad that you reached out. I feel like I should have reached out, but it doesn't matter how you got here. All that matters is that you're here. So um, I, there's a few things I want to talk about and get into the nitty gritty of your, you know, your baseball career and, you know, how, in, how the hearing impairment has, you know, obviously affected your career in one way or another. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I heard you got an inspirational speech coming up, which, you know, I give speeches. So I'm like, all right, that's awesome to see Tyson give speeches because I think your personality is amazing. Uh, you're, you know, good character guy. You always play baseball hard. So I'm assuming you're not lazy. And that's why we got to squeeze in this podcast because you got so much going on. But you got a big speech coming up. Can you talk about that real quick a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'll be heading to San Antonio, uh, Texas to do a, a speech for the Aid to Silent Gala. And I'm super excited for it. I mean, it'll be my first time speaking in front of uh, uh, an amazing group of people, I think up to north of 700 people. So it'll be probably Ooh. the biggest speech I've ever given and to be a keynote speaker um, amongst such an amazing organization and what they've done for the hearing community all over. Um, there's going to be so many amazing people, hearing professionals there. And yeah, just going to tell my story and basically hopefully spread some awareness and help growing the hearing awareness and community as best I can. That's awesome. And you might have to, you know, I might have to, is there a way, you know, are you going to be recording that or anything? Cause there's stuff I need to learn. Cause my organization, we actually directly help uh, people with hearing impairments and stuff like that. So we buy hearing aids, communication devices and all that. So we're kind of in that same space as well, even though I didn't really think about that connection, but <laughs> I'm glad we got that. But um, that's just awesome, man. 700 people. Oh, it's, it's going to be amazing. And the communication obviously is a major part of life. And there's a lot more people out there with hearing deficits than people even know. And yeah, it's, it's still such a kept secret. And I'm trying to just tell my story, whether it's, you know, verbal or whether it's playing sports, trying to play as much uh, in the deaf communities now that I'm retired from baseball. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, you also, you know, obviously you've, you're out of baseball, but you know, because you also played for a Canadian's national team, so or Canada's national team. <laughs> I always say Canada as a joke, but we'll be official <laughs> here. So, um, and but like obviously, you've got you didn't give up on baseball. You're obviously you're done playing, but you're still making an impact and in working with your you know young people in your community with baseball because obviously Canada, Canada. I gotta stop saying <laughs> Canada is still growing <laughs> uh, with the baseball aspect, and obviously. To see someone like yourself, if I was a kid in, in Canada and I saw this action figure with 18 abs and, uh, <laughs> and and looked as handsome as you, I would be like, all right, I want to do what that dude's doing. But, you know, explain a little bit what you're doing with your because uh, you have two baseball facilities, right? Yeah. So myself and uh, Michael Krause, a baseball player, you, you know, oh, with the yeah. back in the day, him and I, we started a uh, travail development and uh, it's been great. We're starting to grow the the baseball community but not even starting to grow the youth starting to grow the youth the youth you know the little ones getting them in there early four or five years old just like oh, wow. you'll see here in canada when it comes to hockey i mean the reason we're so successful in that game is these kids are they're taking it seriously at five six years old getting that functional um development early you know their coordination is through the roof by the time they're seven eight and I feel like baseball is behind on that in Canada. So we're trying to really get in there, get in there early and really trying to focus on not only creating baseball players, but making sure that 
they're being multi-diverse in sports period in general playing everything so we'd love our guys to come out here and start working on more functional based stuff and it's really it's it's really been great it's going well and you're starting to notice how young kids can really just click on something in such a short time span it's amazing yeah and and that's what's up i mean i know you're you know i try to share a lot of the knowledge that isn't you know put out there on a daily basis but i think i was reading something about you when you were talking about um you think you know other and this is common it's not like you're uh an anomaly in this but most people when they have maybe a sense one of their senses isn't where you know that most people's are then another one is stronger and i noticed i think you were talking about an article in like 2010 or something about how your your sight and how you study the game and all that has been improved because if you can hear maybe you wouldn't have focused so much on you know knowing what's going on in every situation because you would have took it for granted but the fact that you did have uh some hair loss and hearing impairment you were able to okay now i need to know these situational things with hitting and and cutoffs and all that stuff and that's all that stuff I'm assuming you're sharing with, with the young crowd and not just saying, Hey, here's how you hit a ball and here's how you throw a ball. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I had to adapt and make uh, adjustments uh, differently than, you know, the, we'll say the normal yeah. baseball player in the game. Um, I hate that word, but <laughs> yeah. it's thrown around more than, you know, and yeah, I always had to know what to do before, before the balls come into me, whether it's the little things in the game, the tangibles, um, basically, um, other players, their speed and, you know, what they can do, like what their kind of instincts even are in the game, like the, their baseball IQ. These are things that I really had to, you know, revolve in my mind and always kind of, you know, utilize yeah. because that was the only way I was going to be able to survive amongst, in quote, you know, because yeah. I had to do something different. I had to, you know, um, keep them away from talking about my hearing loss and just keep them talking about, wow, he's this guy's baseball IQs through the roof. He's just he's so intuitive and he's always ready to go. Yeah, that's awesome because, yeah, we know as professional baseball players or formal prof uh, professional baseball players, we know how, you know, people talk in that game and, you know, labels get thrown around. So you want to have the good label early on so that it sticks with you through your career. And obviously you played, what, from 2006 to, what, 2018, 2019? around the same time I stopped playing, right? Yeah. That's yeah, up, so. last year for the – the baseball, um, the Olympic quali qualifier was uh, my last stint. Came out of retirement in the summer of uh, 2021. Dang, that's what's up, man. And obviously, you can't just do that if you're not, you know, because I know you're, you're not old. We're born, you're a little bit older than me, I think two months. <laughs> <laughs> but you look like you've kept your body in shape a little bit more than I have. Believe it or not, I got up to 275 pounds. But I'm down to 260 right now. Boy, good. But... I just walked in the gas station the other day and they had the Halloween pumpkin Reese cups. So then I might be shooting back up to two. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, um, I kind of just want to talk briefly about your baseball career and kind of hear your point of view about what you thought about your career and, you know, just your experience. And if I'm a, like, if I'm a young kid at uh, Travel, you know, training academy, what are you, what are you telling me? Like, uh, you know, Hey, this is what you need to focus on. Like in your career, cause obviously you've been with several teams. You've, you were a top prospect and you had, you know, obviously talent, you know, and speed and all the stuff. So like, what, 
what are you talking to, what are you sharing with, you know, with young kids or even high schoolers that maybe come to you and say, hey, Tyson, I know you play professional baseball, but like what, what sticks out to you the most about your career? I know I asked like 18 questions there, but. <laughs> well, if you, if you look in the, the dictionary, the definition of travail, travail oh, what we call it, um, it means to work. And it also means like an unbearable experience, sacrifice, and something as um, excruciating as women's labor. And so we found that this name was perfect for, you know, myself and my business partner's personalities because what did I have to do to be able to survive in the game? Or what did I have to do to um, make scouts or colleges overlook my hearing losses? I had to work harder than everybody else. You know, I had to make sacrifices. I had to go through the unbearable experiences to be able to just survive amongst the select few that had the opportunity to play such a, you know, difficult game like baseball, let alone professionally. And so the things that I teach the youth and we teach the youth now is those experiences that you have to go through, the hardships you have to go through, the adversity and how you have to persevere through different situations in life, not just sports to be able to build the character you need to, you know, withstand being successful as a human being, not an athlete. So that's, those are the things that we teach kids. It's like sports is second, you know, the way you can go into your everyday life and make an impact in this world is everything. I love that. And one thing that comes to mind with you is, you know, you face adversity and it's not like, obviously you've had injuries and stuff like that, but the adversity is I'm talking about, if you ha- you've had people attack your character and I know that there's, if I ever had someone like that, like someone attack my character, no matter what their motivation is, that could, you know, that could lead to, you know, you saying, you know, forget everybody, you know, I, I'm going to be on my own and I'm just going to, you know, there's a lot of different paths you could have went down, but obviously you've chosen, you've chose to do it the right way and give back to your community. And I'm happy to see that because I know there's a lot of other people that have made other decisions that didn't work out for them. So good to see you, what you're doing, man. And you know, baseball, like I loved my baseball career. It's helped me get to where, you know, a lot of places that I am, my job that I'm at now. And it's obviously helped me get into, um, you know, some, some places that maybe I wouldn't have been able to get into. So I love it for that, but I also like kind of like get away from like, Oh, you know, I'm not just a baseball player, you know? So, <laughs> and we kind of have to, exactly. you know, get outside that. And, and I love you, the, the, dy- the dynamics that you're bringing to it and, I just wish, like, to be honest, you know, all the, all the times we got to share together and all the laughs and all the good times, because baseball, this sounds like really like prima donna, but baseball, there there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of stuff. You're just like, ah, uh, you know, so when you have a good culture, good teammates, good, you know, people that you're around and you have to choose the right people because there are some people that you don't want to hang around also in baseball. <laughs> um, luckily, we, you know, we had, you know, good good people to hang around and spend a lot of time with. We got Pat down in Florida. He's still doing good. And I'm still staying yeah. in contact with him. And I mean, Absolutely. I was, yeah, that connection was because of you. I never would have known Pat if it weren't for you. So that's the type of stuff where I'm like, man, I just wish people like had the, the opportunity to just hang with us down in Florida when we were, yeah. you know, both injured and going through some adversity, but you never, mm-hmm. by the way we carried ourselves, you never would have thought that we were going through <laughs> injuries and tough times. And yeah. that's the other thing. Like, baseball players outside of baseball, like there's a whole other aspect to us. And 
Like, I just can't wait to see, you know, what you've got going on. I want to, I want to, you know, continue to kind of check in and, you know, cause we, I, we haven't done that as much as I wanted. And it, I, that's, that's like one of my worst things every Christmas, every Christmas, every new year, I'm like my new year's resolution is to text all my friends more often. And, and I just suck at it. So uh, I'm leaving the, 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 the ball is in your court. So, <laughs> Hey, that, that's something I've always, I've always, uh, made it known is you'll know you'll know i'm the type of guy who's always sitting there checking in on people hey remember that time it's probably one of my most <laughs> famous things to say always remember that time and you know it's amazing there's been so many special friendships and i, I wouldn't change it for a thing obviously the injuries were you know crucial and cut my baseball career mighty short mm-hmm. but the the relationships that i made in the game wow you can't ever replace those yeah but okay now I want to get to, you know, just some some quick facts about, um, you know, when you discovered that, hey, you know, something's wrong, I should be able to hear or I can't, like, because I think it's, what is it, in one of your ears you have 30% hearing and one you have 50% or is it lower than that now? Has it progressed? Oh, it's probably worse than that. I have a profound loss at about 95, negative 95 decibels, so I'm, oh. I'm profound, I'm almost uh hundred percent legally deaf so with my hearing aids out i can't hear anything wow and and i know a little bit i don't know if you knew this but krista uh she has a hearing aid in her right ear so she can't hear as well so i not i don't think i think we got her hearing aid in 2016 so obviously we weren't teammates at the time but it's it's a challenge and i and i kind of want you to talk about quickly you know other people in your family who I, i guess don't understand obviously i chose to marry Krista and I love her, but there's sometimes I get frustrated because, you know, she's like, you know what, huh? All the time. And I kind of forget like, Oh, like <laughs> this isn't, oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not like she's choosing not to hear me. You know, I know a lot of wives do that, but Krista's actually not choosing not to hear me. Um, but talk about maybe experiences, friends, family members, teammates who kind of, you know, the struggle you've had to go where, where we've had to like, Hey guys, like, you know, I want to be included in this. I'm not being, you know, I'm not ignoring you, but this is just something I have to go through. So I'm like, explain a little bit of that dynamic with family members and friends. I mean, I, I did such a good job as a young kid. I mean, that was four and a half when they found out, but it was from birth and I was already speaking very well. Um, my pronunciation was through the roof and I was, I was pretty smart. I was already reading lips at two and, Growing up, it, it was tough. We talk about the labels and we talk about, you know, being, you know, ignorant, talking about uh, ignoring, like being ignored and from fans and teammates. I feel like it, it kind of labeled me very negatively. And it was really tough because if you're beside me or behind me, I, I can't, I can't make out what you're saying. Obviously, I can't read your lips and my, my hearing aids at, at the time, like better, better better technology now but at the time it couldn't couldn't pick up from certain directions with the microphones and i know it was probably flushing i know it led to you know a lot of uh a lot of difficult situations between you know other people in this world and yeah i I can only imagine like you're experiencing it now and probably have to ask the question it can be frustrated but it's easily you can easily forget and i've done such a good job of just playing it off that people forget on me all the time how severe it is 
I know I was one of them because you read lips yeah. so well, I would forget. I'm like, what the heck? But then there was that, I don't, I don't know if you remember this story. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but it was that one time where, you know, you were deciding to be a, a good, a good uh, baseball player and stay home and get some sleep. And I went out and uh, I was like, Hey Tyson, don't lock the door. <laughs> And I think you locked the door and I came back because you had my key. And I was like, crap, I can't get in. It was like 2 a.m. But you were like the vibrations of me pounding on the door. You were able to come and <laughs> I heard you running with your speed and come open the door. But like it was just, it's just things that we take for granted. I was just like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, obviously having a wife who, you know, struggles with hearing like, yeah, I make jokes every once in a while, but. It, there's serious moments where I'm like, you know, when I'm by myself, I'm like, dude, I got to be better. Like, you know, it's it's okay, you know, she plays along with it, but there's moments where you're like, okay, like, I have to really be conscious about this because, you know, there was times when I'm playing baseball for seven months out of the year, and it's just her and my kids at home. And, you know, that being a, a serious thing, like if someone breaks in or whatever, because she's had someone break in before. Luckily, our kids weren't born before, but that's something that's serious and I have to, yeah. there's something you gotta, you gotta kind of account for those things. And you know, it's sometimes it's all fun and games and you're a positive person all the time. So, you know, you know, there people are okay. You know, you're okay. You're, you're not getting frustrated with me when, you know, but I didn't really make jokes about you as much as I do my wife, Yeah, but, <laughs> but there's moments when I'm that I can hear, yeah. anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that like, it's a serious thing. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever had to check someone like, Hey bro, like, come on, dude. But oh, for every day and really every day on in the, in the clubhouse on the field, oh, in life now. Oh yeah. It's never, never ended. Yeah. I bet. I just, I just want to use this moment as a reminder to people like, Hey, you know, it's a serious thing and it, it's not something that we need to take. There's a lot of things we take for granted that you uh, don't get the pleasure to enjoy. So we want to make sure that we understand that this is a serious thing. And this is also me, you know, trying to suck up to my wife too. So, um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, hey, wait, for adding on that, how many times have you saw her laugh and just basically looked at you pretending it wasn't a question? <laughs> <laughs> or laughed and all of a sudden, hey, wait, wait, what did you say? Yeah, exactly. Making sure, making sure you weren't laughing at one of the worst things. Ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was, no, man, I love, I love when, you know, someone would try to, you know, someone would come up to you and, and try to talk to you and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> and you're really like yeah. not, you could tell they, they don't really have the best intention and you're just like, yeah, man. Yeah, cool. And then you go on about your business. I would just love watching you do that. <laughs> but but I, I asked I you a question. I was trying to look at the teammate beside me. What did you say? But man, I just, like I said before in the show, man, I just wish people could experience you. But before we go, because it's getting close to time, um, I just want to talk about, is there anything else you got going on besides obviously these speaking opportunities coming in and, um, you know, the, you and, uh, Krause's, you know, baseball training, um, business, what else, what else you got going on? Cause I know I see a whole bunch of pictures and I know them one taken on the iPhone and I know you didn't take them. Uh, are you putting those abs to use or like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a little hobby of mine, I was, it was getting into more commercial work and uh, getting into print and yeah, like trying to do any kind of commercial work I can and trying to, all right, let's, who, who are you saying? Get free gear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've done some done some model work. I won't tell any guys in the the clubhouse that, but I've done a little bit of model work, a little bit of of commercial acting. But uh, I think the the biggest thing I have going right now that I really want to work out is um, to play in the uh, 2024 Deaf Olympics for hockey. Oh, so wow. I was just did my first stint with uh, Team Canada in Chicago in June. I uh, played against Team USA, and it was a it was an awesome experience to be back on the ice. Uh, and yeah, so that that's the goal. I'll be training for that and uh, the World Championships, and hope I can put it together and make the squad. But I'm going to be pushing. That's what's up. I remember that because you know, I, I think you got me into. I bought me. I got rollerblades, and we used to rollerblade a little bit. And obviously, <laughs> I'm not on the level that you are. You being from Canada, you're just like, it just looks like you're running. You don't even look like you're trying to skate. It's just natural to you. And I'm just like trying not to fall, you know. Um, but that's awesome, man. I really hope that works out. I'll be looking in uh, and checking that out as well. You know, even though hockey isn't my first sport, you know, choice, <laughs> it's right under soccer. Um, I don't hate it. <laughs> I love soccer, though. It's not like, you know, I love soccer. Josh is over here laughing. Um, but. I went to a Tampa Bay Lightning game, so, you know, I, I respect all sports, and I know it would just be hard for me to, to play hockey on asphalt without having to skate, <laughs> just running and trying to play hockey, so <laughs> I respect the talent. I just don't have any of it, um, <laughs> but that's awesome, man. That's awesome, and I, you know, I just, I love the, you know, the, the aspect of, you know, because I remember the commercial you did back in the day. I don't know if it was for Pepsi or something. <laughs> <laughs> what it was but and yeah, you offered yeah and you know oh, coke zero and you kind of offered that to me like hey man i got you know my agent he can help you get some acting you know some classes and stuff and at the time i was like dude i can't do that i can't even talk in, in public and now look at me so maybe i should have taken your advice you know um Ty, Tyson, but, yeah but um also uh, you said you wanted to uh you know make the hockey team and all that. Is there anything else that in your career, you know, obviously you would love to touch as many lives as possible, many of the youth with your baseball academy, and then um, and just continue to be an advocate for hearing loss. I mean, is there anything else um, that you're doing? Because I just want to make sure, because I got your I want to always want to know what people's career goals are. So I was like, what's, what's Tyson got up his sleeve, man? He's <laughs> Besides, because I know you're doing, you got your hands in a lot of things, um, but I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. But have we covered? We covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, okay. You you hit it on the nose there, being an advocate in the the hearing community, and I'd love to to be able to go out there and tell my story on as many platforms and stages as I can to spread awareness the best way I can. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think that's the that's what everybody should do, and I think people of our age we kind of recognize it. I just want to make sure that people younger than us they understand that giving back to the community and making sure that there's. Um, you know, there's a space for you to give back. It doesn't always have to be financial, but if you can spread awareness through, yeah. you know, word of mouth or any resources you have access to, that benefits everybody. So, man, exactly. I, I appreciate you coming on the show. You know, we may have to do this again in a year or so, see how everything's doing, catching up. Uh, this is show, I think, episode 86. Technically, well, we're in a new season. I don't know what the new season episode is. It's episode 17 or something. But, you know, we'll have to check back with you. But we always love, you know, when you know, my friends, teammates are, you know, come on the show. And since I've been doing the pitching tip videos, it's nice to have another baseball player come back on. And, uh, man, um, like I said, thanks you for coming through and, uh, I wish you, 
you know, prosperity and everything you're doing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and hopefully we can connect again. You know, I, for some oh, reason, absolutely. I thought you were closer Can- uh, Canada to me, not you're way over there on the West side, Vancouver, right? Yeah. Way out, way out here, man. We got to get together. We yeah, need we'll, a reunion. We'll figure it out. Me and my wife are going on a honeymoon next year that we never took. Cause I'm a moron and a terrible husband. Uh, but, <laughs> but we're going to take that. And, uh, then we'll try to, we're going to make our round trips to all my, you know, worldwide baseball teammates. So, uh, you're oh, on that, you're on that list. You're on that list. Cause you got to see, Thank you know, my you kid is beautiful, man. Purse is looking like more like you every day. I start to question what's going on, but, uh, <laughs> but, but no, man, um, like I said, and I'll make sure, you know, we stay in contact and, uh, yeah. Um, I guess the one thing I forgot to do, I always forget to do this, Tyson, make sure you guys like, and subscribe. <laughs> always forget the youtuber thing um but make sure you guys also follow tyson on all the social media i know he's got instagram do you have twitter yes sir we're gonna link all that in the video description below um so make sure you go follow him uh he makes good content he looks okay and um (laughs) and uh just get to know more about tyson and you know his story because i think it's good to content and that's all it's about these days is making good content because there's so much you know, there's so much competitiveness out there for people's eyes and all that. So you got a TikTok? Oh, I'm trying on this TikTok. <laughs> struggling, struggling pretty good with it, though. <laughs> I got to check you out. I'm struggling, too. I got to check you out. But awesome, man. Well, without further ado, I'll let you get back to your business. And uh, again, thank you for coming on the show, man. Oh, you bad man. It was a pleasure. All right. We'll Love see you. And peace. Yep. Love you, too, man. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, this should be live Tuesday if me and Josh are still doing everything the way we're supposed to. Sorry for the break. It's been a while. You know, it's been, what, a month? But Josh has been obsessing over these Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson. So, you know, now he's now he's made time for 99 miles per hour. So, without further ado, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. I got a crib by the water. Say me, Casa, Casa. It feel like Casa, Blanca. Shout it, you, my little mama. I got a crib by the water.